lovely earthlings welcome to fem podcast where we discuss all things finance and empowerment and we talk about all the best ways to make moves my name is uchenna and i'm so happy and excited that you're here let's go on this journey together to those who have been listening consistently. I appreciate your support so much. Um, I am trying very, very hard to stay consistent myself. And today is another testament to that. So shouts to consistency. Today, I'm going to go in a bit of a different direction. Um, because, of course, the main kind of topic of this podcast is finance. Well, at least one of the main topics is. And so I really feel inspired to talk more about terms in finance that people just kind of throw around. Um, that you hear in the news a lot, but that you don't really know what they mean and don't really understand the effects of them. And when you try to look it up, all you get are even more complicated explanations. So I really want to make this a series. So I'm going to. And I'm going to call that series Easy Money. Because I just don't think that money should be as difficult or as complicated as people make it. And I want to make it easier for people to understand. So, here we go. The first term that I'm going to talk about today is inflation. And this one is one that I've heard a lot in the past couple of months and I've heard it used negatively but I could never really understand what it was or why it's bad Um, so I'm going to talk about it I learned about it and I'm going to tell you what I found so basically inflation has to do with how powerful or how valuable your money is. And what I mean by that is basically, depending on your currency, how much of that currency does it take to buy certain goods and services? And essentially, if it requires more of that currency to buy whatever it is that you want to buy, that means the value, essentially, of your currency is weaker. And that also means inflation is high. So let me give you an example, kind of using 
a not money idea. Well, yeah, actually, I'll relate it to money. Let's say that you want to buy an apple, right? Depending on where you're from, apples, they're pretty cheap. You could say you can get a bag of apples for around like $3 or something. So let's say you have $5 in your pocket. Well, you can afford to get that bag of apples for $5 and still have change, right? But let's say that that bag of apples, the price raises from $3 to $10. Now your $5 is not enough. And it's not just that the value of those apples has gone up, it's that it literally now requires you to use more dollars or whatever your currency is. I'm just saying dollars because it's a pretty, you know, it's a, it's a reserve currency. So I just, I just say that, um, but it requires more dollars to buy that same bag of apples. So if you think about it, the bag of apples has not changed, but your money has. Now you need to use more of it, which inherently makes it less valuable. And there are many reasons why this happens. There are many reasons why price raises. There are many reasons why the value of currency goes down. And the biggest reason is that governments make more of it. Um, The U.S. Federal Reserve is a very good example of this um, because the U.S. Federal Reserve prints U.S. money. And it prints this money almost at will, really. It doesn't really require much for the Fed to decide to print more money. But, like, think about it. The more money the Federal Reserve prints, I mean, as in the more paper dollars the the Fed prints, the less kind of valuable it is. It's kind of just like, it's kind of like if you think about like an elementary school class and you think about teachers who give out treats, like if a teacher just decides to give everybody candy every day and give as much candy as the kids want, well, the candy is not that important to the kids, is it? Because it's there, they're going to get it. It doesn't really make a difference what they do. It's just there. But if a teacher decides to give maybe only a few students candy, or
or there's just less candy. Suddenly, that candy feels a lot more valuable because there's just less of it going around. It's the same idea with paper money. So, if there's more money in circulation, more paper money in circulation, by default, it goes, like the value goes down. But there's also the fact that prices rising in general make the value of money go down. And there are, you know, a couple different reasons why prices rise. First of all, if more people want something, like let's, ex- let's for example, um, if more people want, well, let's say that you have a bakery. Let's say that you have a, a business, a bakery business, <laughs> and you make cupcakes. Um, and... I don't know, you posted a beautiful picture of your cupcakes on Instagram. People love them. They're putting in orders. You have more customers than you've ever had before. And you have many people who want what you offer. You're probably going to raise the price because you can because people are going to buy it at that new higher price and in raising the price that means your customers money it requires more to get your baked goods that makes the value of money less If it requires more to get the same thing, the value of the money is less. So that's one reason. And there is a technical term for that. Um, It's called demand pull inflation. That is demand pull inflation. You can look that up. Another reason is that maybe it just costs more to make the thing that you are trying to sell or provide the service that you are going to provide. And because the cost of production is more, it costs more to make the thing, you have to raise the price in order to make money. So going back to that bakery example, let's imagine that you've decided, you know what, I want to be known for making high quality cake. I want to be known for making the most beautiful, most delicious, most decadent cakes in my industry. So you invest in high quality ingredients. You invest in maybe like cake decoration courses in order to learn how to decorate cake. Maybe you go back to school. Maybe you hire more people so that you can create 
more quality cakes more quickly. But all of that raises the cost of making cakes. All of that increases the amount of money that you put into your business. And so in order to not go bankrupt, you have to raise the price. And so in raising the price for the same thing, again, the money that your customers pay becomes less valuable because it requires more money to get the same thing. That is called cost push inflation. And while I'm saying this, I want you to imagine like I'm giving the example on a very small scale. I'm talking about one business, one industry doing one thing. But imagine this happening on a large scale. Imagine this happening in an entire industry or even the entire market. If the prices rise for certain goods and services, let's say energy is one of them, or like um, even consumer goods, like your your smartphone or your iPad or whatever you have, if prices are raising all across the board, that means the value of your money is going down. And there's also a concept called built-in inflation. That basically means that we you know, the people within this planet (laughs) expect that the price of things is going to increase. We expect that. And therefore, we act accordingly, you know? Like, if you're a business owner, if you expect the price of things to increase, you're just going to raise your prices by default because it's going to cost you more money to do things. It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy slash cash 22 kind of situation because if prices raise, I mean, if prices rise, there is inflation. If there's inflation, prices rise. Um, And if there's more money in the market, inflation rises, but people need money. So money is made. <laughs> and it's so interesting. It's very interesting because, um, again, I'm using the example of the US dollar because it is just, there are many, many, many videos and documentaries about the Federal Reserve in particular and its um, ability to create money at will, essentially. <laughs> um, but If you take a look at how much the the value of the US dollar has decreased over the last like 50 years, it's kind of scary actually. Um, I was reading and I saw that 
$10,000 in 1975 is equivalent to over $46,000 in today's money. And I thought, wow, that's insane. (laughs) That is crazy. And so let me finish up by talking about why is any of this even important? Why does any of this matter? Um, Well, it matters in a very general sense because... If the prices of things are higher, that means it requires more money on your part to get things that didn't take as much money to get before. That means you need more paper currency than you did in the past in order to live exactly the same way as you do right now. And... It's very important to be aware of being able to match your income with the rate of inflation. This is a very key issue because unfortunately it is the case that many companies do not adjust for inflation in giving raises, bonuses, etc, etc. And it's really important that you're not receiving the same amount of money when the value of that money continues to decrease. Um, So that is a quick segment on inflation, what it is, why it matters, and let me know what you think about this. I would love to know what you think. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Have a great Thursday, everyone.